What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Southeastern 14, another edition of Bets and Ball Games with Edwards and Greason. And we've got ourselves a sponsor. It is Bet Online. The last of the major pro sports leagues are off and rolling, and college basketball is ready to go as well. Bet Online remains your top spot for all your live betting action and contests. NFL, college football, UFC, and NHL are in full swing. Bet Online is your number one source for wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions. All the hoops betting action, along with every sport available at your fingertips with both de- desktop and mobile access at any time. Head to the Bet Online today and remember to use our promo code, all caps, B L E A V. That's B L E A V for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. All right. Let's get started with our games as we bring in Jay Greeson from Chattanooga. What's going on, man? Not much, brother. Not much. And and I will say this consistently, Bet Online offers as good a price as anyone out there, both in terms of handle. And in terms of competitive odds, so we always tell everybody to shop. Your shopping spot may need to start with Bet Online. And I know one thing that they are uh, one of the quicker books to getting lines, especially with my UFC fights. I feel like they've always got the odds when a fight gets announced. Their odds, I feel like, are there first. And before we end the show, make sure sure that I give my two favorite picks in UFC 295. All right, let's go on, get going. Alabama at Kentucky, noon, ESPN. Our good friends at Bet Online have Alabama at 11 with a total of 47. And Jay and I both like the favorite. Go ahead. Well, I like the favorite for a couple of reasons. I think Alabama is now – they got that feel of being Alabama again. And – that second half against LSU was both on both sides of the ball was pretty doggone impressive. Now you run the quarterback as much as they ran Milrow uh, against LSU, you're putting him in harm's way. But you can't you can't calculate that as a gambler. Uh, and Kentucky's got no answer for that, none in fact. And offensively, the really good offensive teams have put a pretty good number on the Wildcats this year, which is a little surprising for a Stoops team. But uh, Georgia blew them out. Uh, Tennessee covered, but they put, what, close to 35 on them. Alabama's going to go up there, and Stoops and Saban are the two longest-tenured coaches in the SEC. And this is their fourth meeting. And in their previous three – it has been a old school Andy Griffith show walk to the woodshed beat down. I you think ready for those 11 numbers? Eleven is a mighty low number here. Uh, I I play it up to seventeen. Yeah, uh, those three meetings between Stoops and Sabes, sixty three to six, thirty four to six, and forty eight. To seven, Jay and I are on the same page. I like Bama, undefeated, three road games, two and one. 
Uh, ATS, since the loss to Texas, they've won seven in a row, five by at least 14 points. And when Kentucky stepped up in class this year, they lose 51-13 at Georgia, 38-21 at home to Mizzou, despite a 14-point lead, and 33-27 to Tennessee. The only Power 5 teams Kentucky has beaten, Mississippi State with, excuse me, with Will Rogers out at Vandy and Florida in Lexington. We both like Bama, excuse me, minus 11. We're not going to spend a whole lot of time on Vandy at South Carolina, but Bet Online has it at 13 and a half and 58. I'll just throw out a few tidbits. Um, South Carolina's beaten Vandy 14 times in a row. Vandy this year on the road, 0-4, both straight up and ATS. And uh, their seven games, or they've lost eight in a row. Uh, their seven, one of them was to UNLV. Uh, seven of them, or I'm sorry, all seven that they have lost, um, or I'm sorry, all seven Power 5 teams they've played this year, they have lost, and they've lost by 16 or more. And look, Xavier Leggett was healthy last week. I cashed with Jacksonville State. You had that too, didn't you? I did. That was my that was my best play of the week. Yeah, and they had a great chance to win out, right? Down three, down in the red we zone. We talked about taking them at the money line at plus 500. Yeah, South Carolina got like a 90-yard pick six there, like two minutes left. Uh, Jack State also had a turnover around midfield late in the first half, and like a play or two later, South Carolina scored. The only point um, I was making there is Leggett is back. He had a monster game. And so I lean South Carolina here. I'm not sure I'll play it in my contest. I, I'll, I'll be on South Carolina where I have to play that game. Okay, well, it, I'm a 1,000% on South Carolina. I am okay. maybe, my, maybe my best SEC game of the week, to be quite honest, for two reasons. One – Vandy is within contact of running the table ATS. They're oh for whatever. What are they? Are they are they two? If they're two and eight, they're oh and ten against the number this year. No, no, they got they got the spread cover against Georgia. Remember? Ooh. 37 to 20 is a 32 and a half point dog. Okay. Okay. You're right. That's the, you're that's right. the only one. That's the only you're, one. Okay. You're right. You're right. They, they covered. Okay. They covered that one. And, that's but, it. So they're one and nine against the number. And then conversely here, South Carolina's three and six. South Carolina has all week been talking about, we got to have this one to stay in bowl contention. Shane Beamer cannot afford not only for this one to be, a loss, he can't afford for this one to be close. He needs to drop the hammer here. I I think this is a – and you taught me this a, a dozen or so years ago when we first started talking. I'd look real hard at the line of South Carolina early. And because you're at home, you need to punch them in the face, you're going to throw the ball a lot – uh, and you're I talk about a first half or first quarter bet. Is that what you're half, saying? First half uh-huh. or what? And, and there's, this is a real, I mean, God bless the Vandy kids. They're way smarter than me, but this is a real chance for them to pack the bags, man. I mean, oh, yeah. they, I mean, they've lost eight in a row. You talked about, they, they hadn't beaten anybody, uh, close to anybody who has a Spencer Rattler at quarterback. This is, 
I mean, for God's sakes, man, Auburn put 31 on them in Nashville. This is good. This could be close to 50 for South Carolina. And Beamer's got to want his fan base to feel good. Has to. Yeah. Uh, the uh, bet online's got the first half number, South Carolina minus seven and a half, but at half juice minus uh, 105. And uh, so on deck for South Carolina, all winnable. Kentucky yeah. and Clemson, they could make a run to a, a bowl but game. But you got to win this one, and you got to feel start feeling good about yourself within the program. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Okay, uh, three thirty. CBS uh, Vols are at Mizzou, and our good friends at Bet Online have well. I have the first half lines, which is Pigham and 28 and a half. But let me get back to the game lines. All right, here we go. Uh, and this looks like Bet Online has the Vols minus two, total of 58 and a half. So both teams are seven and two straight up, six and three uh, ATS. The over is six and three overall. Mizzou over is five, three and one overall. For the Vols, the Vols have won four in a row in this rivalry, straight up and ATS. They've won the last two, 66-24. The last trip to Columbia, 62-24. And then the two prior to that, 35-12 and 24-20. I had Mizzou as a short favorite two years ago, and it was like 28 to nothing, like that. And it was one of the worst bets I ever made. I I, I think both teams are playing good. Do do you consider the look ahead for Tennessee to Georgia? Or but they have to win to still control their destiny to make the, a potential win over Georgia even be relevant. So you can't look ahead, can you? What are your thoughts? No, you can't look ahead. And I think the way Missouri went to Athens and and fought. And to be fair, last week we talked about how I went two and zero in our disagreements. You liked Missouri. I like Georgia. Missouri uh, was in that game till the end and covered. So you I mean you edged in that one? Two uh, and one, Greason, or do we have any other disagreements? I don't think uh, we have. I, I don't know. They'll pop into my head whenever we get to it. The uh, if you're Tennessee, you've got to take Missouri seriously because you're praying you can play Georgia that close. And what you said is right. The dominoes start falling because if you lose this one, then Georgia doesn't, really doesn't matter. The, the only play I see this, and, and we've talked about this the last couple of weeks on bets and ball games here on Southeastern 14. If you look at games and you really have to make a play because that's the game you're going to watch and you're a casual better and you're going to say, okay, I'm going to make a bet at the 3.30 CBS game. What do you have to say, Fat Face Greason or really smart-looking Brian Edwards? Fat Face Greason says the only play I make here is the over. The only play play Fat Face Greason makes is going over this because – and I'll ask you this, as a a long-time better and a long-time handicapper, I would – I would not take Missouri plus two. I'm taking Missouri and taking the plus odds and whatever bet online has, it's probably like, like plus 130 to win outright. And so, because I could see that, I see every outcome here possible. 
Close All game right. one side or the other. Blow out one side or the other. And with the home team, if Tennessee's laying two, what is Missouri on the money line? Only plus one oh five. Ooh. So, well, that's a little that's a little lower than I thought, but yeah. Uh it tells me that they expect this to be a coin flip game too. Well, um, I, I, th- I think your initial thoughts were right. I think it's an over or pass. So uh, Tennessee had 62 combined last week, 60 combined against Kentucky, 61 combined against South Carolina, 59 combined against UTSA, 62 combined to Virginia. I left out a few because those didn't quite get there. But Mizzou, um, you know, 59 against Kentucky, uh, 88 against LSU, 59 against Vandy, 61 against Memphis, 57, not quite there against K-State. Um, so I think it's over. Well, and they were pass. driving Memphis. Uh, Missouri was driving to go over in Athens. And yeah, when the Cook hit through maybe his worst pass of the year, yes. with the possible exception of the pick six against LSU. Yeah, but that one, like, it was just desperation mode, but yes, you're right. Um, uh, one thing I haven't pointed out, um, Luther Burton's questionable. I mean, yeah, I, I, true. I think he's probably going to be okay. Uh, I will probably be some reports out here in the next hour or so uh, as we're recording here early Thursday afternoon on whether he practiced uh, today. All right. So uh, over, if anything, is that the consensus from us? That's the consensus. And you got to think, man, Drinkowitz is going to do everything in his power to get Burton on the field because they've got all their true hurdles in the rear view. And they get to 10-2 and two and a whole lot of chips fall. They could be in a New Year's Six game. That could be Missouri in the Cotton Bowl. I mean, yeah. that that's there's a whole lot still on the line for Drinkowitz. And we get right to this point. We're in that, that second Saturday in November – talk and the motivation in the locker room is something I try to really put my best guess on on teams that have packed it up and teams that are that are still looking on okay how 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 high can we go what is the ceiling can we get instead of going to Memphis or Birmingham can can we get to a Florida Bowl because you know as well as I do, these coaching staffs are preaching that. Oh, yeah. Um, 100%. And just to be clear, I have not played anything on Mizzou, Tennessee. And if I don't know about Burden, I won't be playing the over. Just wanted to make that clear to our audience. Uh, if no, there's no Luther Burden, uh, there'll be no play for me. Um, but again, you know, we're early Thursday. We'll, we'll know a lot more in the next hour or two probably uh and certainly in the next 48 all right onward Ole Miss at Georgia bet online has UGA minus 10 and a half with a total of 58 and what a chafe ass push Ole Miss minus three was last week although it could have been a chafe ass loss I'll take the chafe ass push first but man that 10 point swing with the block field goal was huge uh, and that turned into a really good game in the second half. Can you imagine the tension in the handshake between Jimbo and Lane? I mean, oh, yeah. can you just – I mean, that that honestly is like, all right, 
your high school sweetheart who you were engaged to and everybody went off to college and then next thing you know, you break up and she cheats on you and you cheat on her. And at the 20-year reunion, y'all walk up and you each got spouses and everybody gets to the middle of the table and you say, hey, how are you? And the only thing you're thinking is, go bleep yourself, will you? <laughs> you just go shut your pie hole and go bleep yourself. And then you walk off and you go, well, that was pleasant. That was think? really pleasant. What, what do you think old Kiff told Dumbo? Hey, oh, man. Oh, Kiff didn't have to say nothing. Jimbo came up and went, that was a hard front game. And Kim, and I'm certain Kiffin gave this smile. <laughs> right. Right. Hey, I, you know, I, I like what I've heard out of Kiffin this week. He's like, this is going to be fun. Too. We, 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 nobody giving us a chance. Uh, I, I, I think they're going to hang in and make this a fun game. Um, but it could be a seven point game late in Georgia score and cover. So um, if I had gunned in my head, I had to play it. I would play Ole Miss. I have not played anything yet. I kind of wanted to watch the number. I was hoping maybe we'd get some movement up, you know, north of 11, which I kind of consider a key number. But, um, you well, look we at think about this too now. Nobody's ruled Brock Bowers out yet. Oh, yes. Oh, and I'm so glad you brought that up because he, he's got, I, I, I mean, he's been practicing for two weeks right. now. And he's been running and he's yeah. out there. Yeah. And if Bobo and that offense is putting in a whole bunch of Brock Bauer stuff, uh, I there have been few games in the six plus weeks or so we're doing bets and ball games for Southeastern fourteen. I've got zero read on this game, zero. I got I, I got no feel. Could this game could be Georgia at home? They could stomp a mud hole like Kentucky. They did in Kentucky, but they could also stomp a mud hole in them, and it'd be thirty-one to nothing, or as you said, Ole Miss, I mean, Ole Miss played Alabama 24-10, and, or Ole Miss could be right there at the end till a shootout. I just the, – the, the, none of my metrics match on this game. None. Because uh, you're 100% right. I love what Kiffin has said from the very beginning of we've got nothing to lose. He's been preaching that to his team the whole time through. But don't you know that Kirby has been doing the same thing about Ohio State is still number one? You guys, what can you do? You guys have only won 26 you guys get in a no, row. Yeah, yeah, the world's against you. Yeah, I mean, Everybody, everybody no, hates you, Georgia. Nobody everybody, respects you. Nobody, nobody respects you. I remember the national title celebration last year. One of them was like, we shot the world, baby. Shot yeah. the world. Shocked the world. You, you started the year preseason number one. You went undefeated, and you shocked the world by winning the national championship. Double-digit favorite tonight, bro. Yeah. Shot yeah. the world. Nobody believed in us. Yeah, shocked the world, and we squeaked one out in overtime, 63-7. to seven. And I'm not scolding the kid. I, no. I'm sure Kirby no. buries he, that he, in he their heads. Heard, he's, he heard that since Columbus Day. Yes. We got to shock the world. We got to pull this thing off. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I wrote down. I'm a hard a pass. I'm a yeah, hard, hard pass, Ole Miss Georgia. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm a pass, but like, I, if I had to pick it, I'd pick Ole Miss. I'll tell you this if, 
if Georgia, let's say, has uh, got a 14-6 to six lead, Ole Miss has had two good drives, but they get, got field goals, and, and Georgia's got two good drives, they got touchdowns, and it's mid-second quarter, and I can get Ole Miss live at catching more than 14, I'd probably think about that. Um, Conversely, though, in your live betting, uh, I'll offer this stat analysis on the other end. Uh, Ole Miss has had trouble protecting the quarterback on the road. They've played three SEC road games and given up, I think, 15 sacks, including uh, five or more against Alabama. So if that crowd's getting into it, especially at night in Athens – and the pass rush is getting uh, to Jackson Dart, that changes a whole lot of the stuff that Lane Kiffin wants to do. I mean, we saw, we saw how, how bad Alabama got flummoxed at Texas A&M because of the noise. If Georgia's getting into it and you see that pressure early, because you're right, if, if Ole Miss starts quick and they're confident – the sphincter tightens for everybody in the city of Athens. But the other part of that early on, if you see those guys coming off the end and Jackson darts throwing a whole lot of balls to the sidelines, keep a couple of these eyes, keep eyes on these things in terms of in-game betting because they can make a difference because those trends, they land in your lap and they normally don't slump. Uh, and if it's a situation like the Auburn-Georgia game, uh, Ole Miss gets out to a lead. Y'all, y'all had the lead. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah Ole Miss, it, uh, Auburn I, and South Carolina had the lead early. Yeah, yes. And I did – oh, I hammered Georgia at halftime down 11 to uh, South Carolina. Yeah, so if, if Ole Miss has an early lead and you can get Georgia, like, at minus four or less, that would be a good live look. Uh, as well. All right. I have nothing on Mississippi State AM. AM is 18 and a half, total of 43 at Bet Online. And, and, you know, apparently Will Rogers is maybe practicing, maybe he's limited. He said, apparently, there's some quote going around that he guarantees he'll be back by the Egg Bowl. But, I mean, Mike Wright is struggling. Um, yes, badly. Yeah, badly. And, Man, it's not looking great for Zach Arnett. I'm not. Impl- I forget what his contract was, but I, I mean, I said all preseason he does not need to go away from the air raid offense. I know Leach isn't around to call the plays, but you don't want to be drifting too far from a system Will Rogers had mastered. Well, he did. Not going well. Um, you add anything on that one, or you want to just care? Oh, and uh, my brother-in-law is an Aggie. He seems to think that Jimbo's not going to get fired. What do you think on that? Well, even with the billions that Texas A&M has in reserve, I mean, their their foundation money is like top three in, in the country that, that we know of. I mean, private schools and Ivy Leagues, we, we don't – you can't you can't FOIA that information. So we don't know. Texas is number one. For some reason, I thought – I read that Michigan was two, but uh, and I thought A and M was three, but it's all oil money. So, it, I mean, but that's a crap ton of money, and I really almost cussed for the first time on the 
uh, bets and ball games uh, podcast. That's a crap ton of money to pay a dude to do nothing. I mean, goodness gravy. Uh, as far as this game, I don't. I can't recall two teams I trust less. Right. I mean, because I mean, you and I have talked openly, and uh, they covered against Bama, but I don't trust Texas A&M. I don't trust Texas A&M in anything. I mean, any regard, offense, defense, coaching staff. I mean, they got a bunch of good players, but this is one of those that the only way I see to play this, even with Mike White struggles, the only way. And again, I'm not recommending this. I've got a lot of picks and you can find them at times free press. You can find them at the five and 10. You can find them in my afternoon email of Jay's plays that you can sign up at timesfreepress.com. But the only play, if you feel like you have to play this game, Texas A&M shouldn't be laying 18 and a half to anybody. Right. Right. Um, I will point out, I think Max Johnson's pretty banged up. He took some, yeah. he took some vicious hits last week. So, uh, yeah, let's move on from this one because we do have a good one. Oh, my goodness, my Gators are starving <clears throat> for victory. Um, Jaden Daniels uh, cleared – the way I read it and translated it, he cleared enough protocol to practice yesterday. I, I also translated it like he hasn't been fully cleared yet. But it seems like for having a concussion Saturday, it seems like there's a lot of optimism. And on that note – this total's been 63, 63 and a half all week. Bet Online now has it at 64 and a half. LSU uh, at 13 and a half. Our listeners, if you've been listening more than once, you know we're all about the over. And I mean, I was still going to be all about it, even if it was with, with Nussmeyer. Okay. Um, LSU's had 13 straight overs, 16 and one the last 17. Florida's had five straight overs. Their last three have been combined scores of 75, 63, and 80. Graham Mertz has a 17 to 2 TDINT ratio. And he's been a lot better than I thought. And he's got two really good receivers in Pearsaw and Eugene Wilson. And I think Florida's going to score a lot of points. But I think LSU's going to score more points. And I think the over's the way to go. And, it, and look, if Jaden is completely cleared, uh, I'm all about team totals and all that jazz, too, for LSU, whether it be first half or the game. And I'm not, I'd have to go to bet online and see what their team totals are. Um, but, we, you know, we don't know yet. But, I look, Nussmeyer, I know they didn't score when Daniels left the game last week. He threw some good balls. That fourth down hit neighbors right in the hands. Um, you know, he, it wasn't like he played poorly, in my opinion. No, I all right. Uh, a quick tangent before we get back to this game. We've got to figure out what targeting is because the hit Jaden Daniels took was complete and total bullcrap. And I mean, I don't, I don't know. We talk all the time and on a whole lot of national spectrums about the what is a catch, but. Dear Lord, man, that was vicious. 
There, there was actually two targetings on that one hit. But uh, as we get back to this game, I, hey, I trust Nussmeyer. I mean, I trust him way more than I trust Niedermeyer from Animal House. I mean, that guy was a sadist. I mean, he ran the ROTC unit, and, I mean, he was all over Flounder and Pinto, and I actually think he may have had a love affair with his horse, but that's a whole <laughs> different conversation. The here, here is something I think that is really important, because you talked about Graham Mertz, and he has been better, but he's been a lot better than you realize. Not many people know this. But since uh, since week five, LSU and Florida are two of the top six teams in the country in points per opportunity. And that is a combination of possession and possession in plus field percentage in the analytic rail. So you're talking about two defenses that have not always been super consistent. And with LSU, you're talking about a defense that's been terrible. And you're talking about two offenses that are that are comfortable with themselves. If Jaden Daniels is on this field, I, I'm comfortable going with this. I know you said it, uh, Bet Online got it up to 64 and a half. I'm comfortable with this number getting close to 70. This game is going to be a shootout. I concur. I concur. And, you know, let's don't uh, forget Florida's got, excuse me, uh, two pretty good running backs and uh, Montreal Johnson. And we got an LSU uh, defense, number 104 in run defense, 99 in total defense, 91 in scoring D. And let's remember, they they bagled Army a few weeks ago. And so that these stats would be yeah, way – That skews everything. I know, Andy yeah. They put like a 63 to 7 on Grambling. Oh, 80 to 7, I think it was, yeah. So, yeah, if we took those games out and just the other games, I mean – they're like probably in the 115, 120 range of every defensive category, I would think. Uh, so, yeah. And, um, oh, gosh, I feel like there was a um, Florida injury. Uh, but I'm bl- – oh, I uh, it's not that great for the over. They are getting two of their defensive starters that were out last week. Tyreek Sapp and Cam Jackson are back. Uh, but, look, it, it, if Jaden Daniels is playing, nobody's stopping – uh, the LSU offense. All right, th- so that wraps up all the SEC games, but I know we both have a lot of other bets that we would like uh, to share, and I know we agree on this. Um, I- I'm on over 73.5 for USC and Oregon, overs hitting seven straight for USC to improve to 9-1 and one overall. USC's defense – uh, has given up 52, 49, 34, 48, 41, and 41 again in their last six games. And <clears throat> USC's number two in the nation in scoring, 45.5 points per game. And they're 124 in scoring D. And Oregon replaced L- – well, LSU only scored 18 or 28 last week. Oregon replaced them as the top scoring team in the country. They averaged 47.4. And I'm not against, or or I actually am also on Oregon's team total over 44 and a half. And their um, team total in the first half over anywhere from 21 and a half to 23 and a half. 
I, I couldn't agree with you more. And I do know uh, through text messages, uh, whatever your roller coaster was last Saturday, you made a mint on Washington at almost every turn against this USC defense. So it is – and here's the other thing, too. I know the number's pretty big. I think you got to like the Ducks as well, laying 14 and a half or depending on what bet online may have it at. And that get, that number's going to grow. To use the, spray, the Spurrier phrase, there are a lot of teams that are looking for style points this week. Because one of the other games, and I, and of course I'm on USC over. I'm going to be on LSU over and USC over all year because they've already made me enough money that they that I can cover even if the last three weeks uh, are are seven to three shootouts. Let me just give you. I, I hate to interrupt you, but uh, for the first half, uh, Oregon is favored by eight and a half, and the total is thirty eight and a half for for both teams. Well, uh, I, I like the I like the first half over and and the Oregon first half number a hell of a lot because what did USC do? They got in a huge hole with Cal and had to turn that into a second half fifty to forty nine type of game. And it. so, no, I love that. And then you start talking about. And if we're going to transition, I love I love everything Oregon related. I I think the over is the play, uh, and then you start talking about style points, and I know you hate them, but the Seminoles are going to stomp a mud hole in Miami. That number you can find that number thirteen and a half to fourteen and a half. I don't know what Bet Online has it at, but. That's two teams that over the last six weeks have been top 35 in, in dropbacks and passing attempts. And Florida State has a huge advantage at quarterback and a huge advantage with the pass rush. And those two things don't play well. But Keon Coleman and Johnny Wilson did not play last week. Um and I'm not sure. I mean, I, I, I suspect. Yeah, I heard Keon Coleman's coming back. I suspect that he is. I suspect he didn't play last week because yeah. he wanted to be back for this. So. And and I'm certain all of those Florida State players, uh, free shoes you, criminals, whatever you want to call them, because I know you're a Florida Gator fan, uh, they watched the Tuesday night special. Uh, and, and everybody talked about how it was a lackluster effort against Pitt in a 24-7 win. And uh, now you get Miami in a game that's going to at least have a couple of name programs. If it's under two touchdowns, uh, yes, please. So, um, not but online is at 14 and a half and 51. Um and it looks like most books are now at 14 and a half. There are um, a, a very few exceptions. So the money is starting to come in on FSU. Maybe that's based on a report in the last hour or two that Keon Coleman and Johnny Wilson were maybe full speed of practice. I, we don't really know. But um, I'll be a hard pass on. And I call them, instead of free shoes, you, I call them F stick 
you. Moving on. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we, we are not looking to appeal to the greater Tallahassee market no. in our podcast, apparently. Clearly not. All right. I like the Kansas Jayhawks, who, uh, let's see what Bet Online has them. I'm hoping three and a half, and you can buy it at three, but I'm okay if it's minus four. And I didn't see it on my first look. And so, it, anyway, if it's four or fewer, I like Kansas. Kansas 5-0 and straight up, 4-1 and against the spread at home this year. They've won by margins of 31, 11, 11, 29, and 5. And Texas Tech 1-3, and both straight up and against the spread uh, in their four road games. And KU has revenge motivation here. And how about Lance uh, Leipold? Um, just Jalen Daniels, the star quarterback, you know, missing more than half the season, just seven and two at KU. Pretty good job. Right. Let, let's, uh, let's, uh, I'm going to trust your judgment there. Uh, you're a smart dude. Who would you vote for? National coach of the year, Lance Leopold, Dan Lanning at Oregon, or Jeff Brom at Louisville, and I'll lead that into I love Louisville tonight. And I know our, our, it, it, I may look like a fool because the podcast may not uh, launch until after that game's decided, but Louisville at home is a menace, and Virginia's about to quit. So – Unless I am a thousand percent wrong, uh, but what Jeff, Jeff Brom and Louisville are eight and one. Yes, and there is there are hypothetical uh, lines for ACC, Pac-12, and SEC championship games. And let's play that guessing game with you, unless you've seen them. Uh, um, so FSU Louisville. FSU Louisville. Where's that game? Charlotte. Charlotte. Charlotte? Yeah. Yeah. 12 and a half. Uh, FSU's 10. Alabama, Georgia? Four and a half. Correct. It was six uh, initially, then it moved to five and a half, and then by last night, it was four and a half. And then Oregon-Washington rematch in Las Vegas. Oregon minus one. Oregon minus six and a half. Holy good gravy. I, yeah. I thought Washington would get at least a little more credit. I mean, they beat right. them head to head. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, dear Lord, Bo Nix is going to go to Oregon and win a bleeping Heisman. And he might win a natty too. Yes. <laughs> hey, he might be, he might have that famous film of being in the stands with his dad when Cam Newton beat Oregon for a natty and then go to Oregon and win a natty. Oh, wow. Didn't even think about that. Did not even think about that. You know, that might have been the biggest bet I've ever made in my life on on uh, on Auburn. And I, I, I think I got an early line. And they what, – what they won by? They won 22-19. Yeah, and I think I had it like – two or two and a half early, then some more at three. And then, 
you know, in the last two weeks before the game, I think it moved up to like five or six, if I'm not, if I'm remembering correctly. But I had it at the right numbers and got it barely. Um, that was a good night. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure it's a better night for you. Uh, I watched it by myself. Uh, had a wrestling match on whether I was going to go out there because it was it was it was a distance away. Phoenix, um, right? Phoenix. Yeah, and there was a snow. There was a blizzard across the south, and oh, wow. my daughter had just been born, so we we couldn't go. Oh. And when I had I bought this when I graduated Auburn, I bought a back then. This so this would have been 1996. I bought a $250 bottle of bourbon. And I had not opened it until 2010. And uh, when Wes Byram's kick went through and the game was over, you enjoyed let's just say I, it was not a two-finger pour of a $250 <laughs> bottle of bourbon. <laughs> nice. All right, we're running a little low on time. I want to squeeze a couple more <clears throat> in. Not my favorite pick of the week by any means, but I'm doing Boston College plus two. They're in a five-game winning streak, whereas oh, – I'm, I'm with you on Boston College. I, yeah. I, I, trust, I trust Boston College. Yeah, Vatek is 0-4 straight up, 1-3 ATS on the road. The only uh, spread cover, they still lost by 22 at FSU. They lost by 7 at Marshall, by 19 at Rutgers, by 31 at Louisville. BC, <clears throat> nothing fantastic, but they've won five in a row. Why are they home dogs? And I will also uh, go with Houston, uh, minus two and a half to Cincinnati. The Bearcats have lost seven in a row. <clears throat> Excuse me, going one and six ATS. Houston, three and two straight up, four and one ATS at home. And that if will I, do. If I'm going to offer one or two more that somebody could look at, uh, Navy is playing UAB in a game where the Navy over-under is at 55. Navy's played one game this year against any opponent where the total has gone over 55. Now, UABs can score, but Navy is not about stopping you in scoring. They slow the game down to a pace that I don't know how you get to 55 even if you completely dominate Navy. Here's the other thing about playing the under on the military academy. When a powerhouse, with the exception of LSU, blows somebody out, they don't run it up. You know why? Because they respect those sons of bitches for going out there and wearing the uniform and protecting their freedom to gamble on Saturdays during college football. Although LSU didn't. No, no, they, they didn't. They, 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 they go they to the Jaden Daniels wins the Heisman. They got, I got, hey, they painted the end zone for him though, but they got that late touchdown for the over. I loved it. All right, um, tell us, hey, tell us your UFC picks. Okay, Tom Aspinall uh, to beat Pavlovich minus one fifteen odds in the main event. MSG NYC Saturday night UFC two ninety five. The co-main, give me Yuri Prohaska. Uh, I got him like plus one twenty a few weeks ago, but he's still like plus 105 to plus 110. Um, and, and he is going up against uh, Alex Pahea. 
And um, so those are my two that I like there. <clears throat> and then in the NBA, the Wizards and the Pacers games are going over every night. And we've got the Pacers uh, tonight playing Milwaukee. It was another high-scoring team. And um, tell them about Jay's plays while I look up Bet Online's line for this NBA or total well, for this NBA. Uh, Jay's plays is uh, my afternoon email. Comes in at 5 o'clock in your inbox. You can sign up at timesfreepress.com. Uh, I offer multiple picks. Try to always make certain one of the picks is the game on TV. Uh, I had about a two-week stretch that was dreadful. Snapped uh, out of it then, this week. I saw that. Since then, we've embraced. I am not. I am not jinxing anything going on. We've embraced the Fight Club mantra of Rule One of Fight Club is you don't talk about Fight Club, and so we're just going to ride the wave. And you know what? Next week we may have to work in a little SEC basketball. I've had a little success this week. I saw we shared the over. We both had over Auburn, uh, Baylor, and I had Auburn, Oregon, Baylor, Kentucky uh, on Monday night was a it was an easy cover of like a high teen line, and they win by forty uh, last night. Miss, or Wednesday night, Mississippi State was a three, three-and-a-half-point favorite. They blew Arizona State out. Uh, Without SEC, several key players. And the SEC is going to be deep this year. Uh, yes, you're going to have laydowns like Vandy losing to Presbyterian, which is inexplicable. But you're also going to have a whole lot of these games where you feel like they may be motivated. SEC's got some dudes this year now. No, no, no kidding. Yeah, the Gators have Virginia tomorrow night in Virginia, Charlotte. Hey, the, hey, the, the Gators are going to be not only a tournament team, they'll be a top four or five seed. I hope so. And the Gator, or I'm sorry, the, the total for um, the Pacers in Milwaukee tonight at Bet Online is 243. I like it over. And until further notice, uh, I like every over for the Wizards and the Pacers in the NBA. I'll probably be looking at a lot of Auburn overs. And um, what else we got? Just uh, always make certain you check the best numbers and bet on lines as good as there is out there, friends. All righty. Yep. Thanks to our new sponsor, Bet Online. And <clears throat> if you enjoy the show, please do us a favor. Please spread the word to your friends of, uh, you know, how to listen, uh, et cetera. And best of luck to everybody with their picks this weekend. Have fun. We got football. We got hoops. Good stuff. Bets and ball games with Edwards and Greason. Another edition is in the books. And we are over and out.